Hey, welcome everyone back to the Jesus Show. This is Jesus, and today I have the privilege of interviewing a fellow podcaster and uh, a gentleman that does voiceover. And I want to thank him because uh, I've, I've interviewed other people, but I feel a little bit intimidated by him because I think this guy is like you know <laughs> top notch for me. Uh, Adam Bullock is that? Did I pronounce it right? Bullock. Bullock. Okay. Bullock. Like, like kind of like Sandra Bullock. Like, oh, you know, like that. Any relation? It's a common joke that's been good. I wish. <laughs> I wish. And it's the joke that. Okay. Dies. All right. All right. So, Adam, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being on. I saw it. And the way I was, um, the way I got in contact with Adam was he was on a Facebook group that I'm on, Podcasters, and he put a message out there if anybody wanted to do a collabo. And I was like, sure, why not? You know? Um, so, Tell, tell me a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, so hi, everyone. Um, so I am a uh, voiceover actor, you know, for animation, commercial, explainer videos, um, e-learning, voicemails, phone systems, I mean, you name it. Uh, I'll say, here's one question that some people will usually ask, you know, like, have you been doing, you know, what do I know you in? Well, I'm not on that level yet, but I am working with some individuals and companies that have big projects coming down the pipeline. Nice. Some I can't really talk about okay. right now, but it's uh, it's gonna be some good stuff. But right now, you know, like most voice actors, you know, in the beginning, you know, you're not gonna be making full time income with this okay. business. In the beginning, it's it's more or less about building up your book of business because if you know, let's just say, if you have like over a hundred, you know, repeat clients in your book of uh -huh. business, that pretty much when you get to that point or whatever your goal is every month. You pretty much can do this full time. Wow. But if you're still building that book of business, then it may it may take a little while. But then again, it's ever it's different for everybody. Everybody markets different. Okay. But um, but yeah, I mean, I'm constantly, you know, networking, marketing, auditioning, and working on client projects when they come that in. That is to me, I've always and I've seen it because I've always sometimes I uh I do a little bit of research and you know, when you research podcasts, a lot of the thing that does come up, uh, a lot of the different things that do mm -hmm. come up is voiceovers. You could do voiceovers because they say if you're comfortable in front of a mic, it's easy for you to do a lot of voiceovers. How, I'm not going to say easy because it's not easy because you obviously you have to audition. <laughs> How um, do you come across, is it like a uh, a website that they have where they audition different people? Yeah, so what you're probably referring to there is what they call pay to okay. play. Now, I mean, yeah, that is one, definitely one big way where a lot of people do get their daily auditions every okay. week. I mean, it, it is it is an easier way, you know, to as far as to get auditions because, you know, that website, you know, different clients and production houses will put um, uh, will post work <laughs> on there each and every day and, and week. And so which is a great thing. It's a great opportunity. You know, um, you pay X amount of dollars. Okay. Usually from what I've heard, it's like between twenty five, maybe fifty dollars. But then if you want like the premium features, sometimes you're paying a hundred or so. Oh. I mean, don't quote me on it, but yeah, pay to place is one of many things that you do to get auditions. Okay. Now, is that the only way you get auditions? No. So like, for example, right now I'm on about five to six different voice over talent rosters with different production houses oh. and so forth. So when they have a project that they feel that my voice best matches for, mm -hmm. They will, you know, and I know the audience listening can't hear us, but, you know, I have, I'm, I'm holding yeah. up a script. So they will send, you know, they'll send an email with a script and what they're looking for and so forth. So then I will get that. I will audition for it, you know, record it, edit, so on and so forth, and then set it out. Now, the benefit of just being on rosters, you know, if you were just talking about being on a talent roster is 
you're not paying anything to that production house, to that agent, whatever it is. And ultimately, for at least for me, I know everybody's different and everybody has their own opinion on this, but I would rather, you know, not having to pay auditions, but I would rather get, just get them and then, then work on them. But I mean, if you are, if you're one that wants to just pump out 20 or 30 or how many auditions your voice can handle in a day, cool, more power to you to do that. But there are multiple ways to market and get business with voiceover. Yeah. I I could only imagine the more you do, the more you extend your voice. That's why, you know, um, I I guess with people like customer service, people that are on the phone constantly, they have to take so many breaks in between just to make sure that their voice doesn't go out. Now, how did you get into this? Mm -hmm. Oh, (laughs) I'll try to condense a very, very long story. So for, yeah, for me, you know, it all started back in high school. Uh, I would say more or less the last two years of high school, because back then that was like the early, you know, was like early 2000s uh-huh. or so. And around that time, I think even since the late 90s, um, that's when DVDs came yes. out, you know, for the first oh time. God. You know, when we evolved out of cassette tapes, which kids, that means we had, we couldn't just select a scene and then go backwards. We oh, had to hold down rewind, a to reverse play, it or fast yes. forward. Ancient oh my technology, God. I'm sure. I'm da- believe me, I know, because I'm dating myself. I, I used to have a Walkman. I, I love my Walkman. Oh, oh no. Right. Oh, huh? I, I thought you were going to pull out a Walkman. Yes, this remote <laughs> is a Walkman. <laughs> Those were the good old days. Yeah, but no, I, right. No, but anyway, so yeah, so it was back in high school. And so, so I mentioned DVDs mm-hmm. was that, you know, back in the early days of DVDs, and they still do yeah. it now. Um, to, to an extent is they have behind the scenes yes, features. Not yes. every DVD has it, but one, there's like one particular movie and I can never remember it when I have to tell the story to each person asked that okay. question is that I, I just clicked on this one feature that said something like behind the voices. I'm like, what is that? Cause that back then when I just started getting into DVDs, I was obsessed over looking behind uh-huh. the scenes features, seeing how they did it. And so I just press play and all of a sudden I see these men and women in either a uh, you know vocal booth or a recording studio, pr- performing you know these lines that I just heard from this film. Because by back then, I mean I knew what a voice I knew sorry I knew what an actor was, but I didn't know what a voice actor okay. was. And so I just thought it was so cool. And at that same time too, you know um, you know I was also watching a lot of stamp comedy stuff like from Comedy Central, HBO, and I saw a lot of you know comedians do voice like voice impressions. So during my early mm-hmm. high school days, I spent a lot of time, you know, being a nerdy boy by himself and just talking to himself. And so I just started teaching myself impressions and creating voices and just really practicing. Because ultimately, before you ever get paid to do voiceover, you need to get some kind of acting experience. So me doing um, my own personal practice by myself, plus coaching and other training definitely does pay off. But granted, you know, the education doesn't just stop after you get your demo, after you do initial coaching. You know, like I try to as much as I can to get coaching with other coaches and so forth um, when I can, because it's okay. like if you don't use it, you lose it and that kind of thing. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was I was saying, yeah, you, you do. If you don't use it, you do lose it. So I agree. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, cool. Uh, no ego there. Um, yeah. yeah, so uh, so once I really discovered what voiceover was and I was tinkering around, 
at some point, you know, I had gotten, you know, not gotten, I had taken a, like this community college course, which had like, it was like an introduction to voiceover where it's like a two hour thing that kind of taught you the basic things, what you need to know by voiceover. Here's, you know, what kind of things you need for a demo skills and so forth. Mm -hmm. And at that time, you know, I wanted to go full force into my education, but problem is life happens and, uh, people doubt you. So uh, eventually, you know, I kind of gave up on the pursuit of it, you know, because other people said, oh, you know, that, oh, that training costs too much. Oh, you shouldn't do that. You know, and being, you know, a young 16, 17 year old at the time, you know, you, you, your heart gets broken pretty easily. And especially, you know, so when I was creating my own voices and doing voice impressions, one day I even like bought like a really good USB microphone from road, like it's called road, uh, I think it was like podcaster, yeah, road po- roadcaster yeah, yes, mic yeah, or I know exactly. It was. I know, I yeah, know the like, brand, road. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So that was my first, like, it wasn't like professional grade, but it was like the best USB microphone around at the time. And it might still be at, at this mm-hmm. time too. But uh, I started, rec- I then started recording my impressions and voices. And I was listening back and I'm like, this doesn't sound as good as I thought it, w- <laughs> it did when I was doing it in front of other people. You know, so that really just put another nail in the coffin of me not doing it because I just got down on myself, oh. you know, and that, and that happens with, you know, with today's youth, it's just like, it seems like, you know, if they just get their toes stepped on in some form way, figuratively, yep. you know, they just stop pursuing that thing that was giving them some joy and then they move on to the yep. next thing. And that's one thing that, um, I think, I mean, luckily for, you know, I think today's generation kids are starting to pursue more of what they love to do and they're finding out how to do it on their yeah. own versus their parents telling mm-hmm. them, you know, um, I think that's a great thing, but you know, back 15 or so years ago, there was, you know, technology and society was not the same back then. No, it wasn't. It really so wasn't. It's, like, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's just a different, you know, um, a life back then, but you know, things happen for a reason. So, you know, fast forward, you know, it's 10, 15 years. Um, I just got back around, I was at at end of 2015. I just had, I realized I was like my, I think it was like 25, 26. I just realized, you know what? I got to do something with my life because, you know, I'm almost, and that's my thoughts then, you know, like I'm almost 30. (laughs) So I got to do something with my life. So I literally, and I said, just everyone do this. If you're trying to pursue, if it's voiceover or whatever career that you're going Uh after, literally sit down with yourself in a quiet room, no distractions, get a piece of paper. And I, and this is my challenge to you, if you're still challenging your purpose okay. in life, write down as many things as you can that make you happy. And then, you know, meditate on it, read it over, think about it, let it percolate, and then go back to that list. And after, let's just say you put 50 mm-hmm. things and then day by day, week by week, start crossing things out as you're trying to reflect and kind of put two and two mm-hmm. together. Because eventually when I did that process, it came down to that one of the major things that made me happy was my creativity. And, I, you know, and after I had stopped originally pursuing voiceover, I got into graphic design, photo retouching, some photography and other little things, which is cool, you know, but ultimately, you know, those skill sets, even though they're great skill sets and I think anyone can do it, anyone can be a great graphic designer, photo person, whatever. Problem is there's there's thousands upon millions of people that do those skill sets. And unless you're, you're very creative and you have a different outlook for what you do in those career mm-hmm. fields, it's going to be really hard to make a full-time income. Wow. But I mean, granted, 
And now, I mean, that's not always necessarily true. I think that, you know, if you're very passionate about, uh, if you're very passionate about what you want to do in life and you're willing to take on all the obstacles and problems that come with pursuing that thing, that anything is possible. So back in 2016, I made that determination, you know, by like, oh, well, of all the creative things I love doing, voiceover is still relevant. There's still, you know, jobs every day with that. There's still a need for it, you know, and yes, there's thousands upon thousands of people that, you know, are pursuing it at different levels. But the unique thing is my voice is unlike anyone else's voice out there. So unless you can do a good impression of my <laughs> voice, you know, that's what makes unique. me special. Yeah. Yeah. Unique in, in, and all that. So then, uh, but yeah, long story, <laughs> long rant you know, and so forth. But, um, I just got back into, to, you know, training, um, you know, learning about business marketing, the tech side of things. Cause that's a, in the beginning, like I said, you have to have the acting experience, but you also have to have the education. And the cool thing is now folks, most careers that you want to pursue, there's free training on the I, internet and you don't have to spend thousands. For I, I tell my son all the time. I tell him, I'm like, Hey, if you want to learn something, go on YouTube university. And it's mm -hmm. anything, I mean, from fixing a car to putting a computer together, whatever you want, it's not, I would say 99% of the time you can find it on the internet, you know? And mm -hmm. I, one of the biggest reasons why I, um, and, and I got into podcasting was years ago, um, just like years ago, I, I did music. Uh, mm -hmm. Me, myself, and a few of our my friends, we, we lived that when I lived in Miami, we did, um, we used to mess mm -hmm. around with music and we, we, we kind of got a record deal. So I always felt comfortable by, mm -hmm. behind the microphone and people always used to tell me, man, you would be great on radio. And I'm like, no, no, no. And then when, when everything happened, when we moved out and we got our bus, I saw people doing it on YouTube and kind of just documenting what they were doing. And that's how I got into it. And the more I researched, the more like you, it, it was like, and I love that mm -hmm. idea of writing down your ideas. Cause even now I'm 47 and even now I still think that I could still learn a thing or two. Yeah, I know I'm, I'm old. I'm mm -hmm. like ancient now. My son always tells me dad, you're old. I'm like, could have fooled me. You looked like you were in your 20s. No, I wish. I, <laughs> I, I was at the gym. You know, I do go to the gym uh, four times a week. So I try to stay, you know, there. Um, but to me, I love, and that's one of the main things mm -hmm. that I love when I bring people on is that I, I learn from them. And I'm always, I'm, I'm like a book. I'm like, okay, you know, what can I learn from this person that I can, you know, integrate in, in my everyday It's like, oh, you know what he said, you know, to write stuff down, to meditate on it. And then we'd see what it was in podcasting. Uh, recently when I picked it back up, it was, my daughter was like, dad, won't you do it? And I was like, you know, I always toyed with it and I, wow. and I have the stuff. So you see the, the microphones and everything. And I'm like, you know what? That's not mm -hmm. a bad idea. So, and I've looked into voiceovers, but in, in, I, I kind of felt like, no, 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 no. But when you said what well, you just said that your voice is unique, like your voice is not like anybody else's. And I'm like, maybe I'll give it a shot. It, it won't hurt, you know? So mm -hmm. now I, I was look researching your, your uh, kind of Facebook stalking you just to make sure that I have enough. You're stalking me. How dare you? <laughs> I know. So creeper. No. So, <laughs> Also, one thing that I found interesting, and I do this, is I do this part-time. You drive for Uber as well? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you bring up a good point. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I drive for Uber and okay. Lyft. I do uh, Instacart. You know, I work some part time work at a um, call center for Amazon, and not and so that the bring that's a good. I'm glad you mm-hmm. brought that up. So, here's the thing, folks: the internet may show that what voiceover is and how you can get into it. it looks easy, and you can make great mm-hmm. money with it. Yeah, it's true. You can make great money. Problem is, the big money does not happen immediately. Some people it took them ten maybe 20 years, you know, um, after, you know, developing their skills, yeah. getting experience to be making, I know, I know like at least one or two friends are making six figures, but then again, they, they've been doing it way longer mm-hmm. than me, you know, um, and they have a different background in like marketing and business development, but yeah, it, it's possible. But while you're developing this career or any career, really, if you're trying to do your own business is, yeah, you have to do some part-time work, you know, but I chose to do Uber and Lyft, uh, Instacart and Amazon because the biggest thing for me was having that flexible schedule. And since, you know, there's that term out there called the gig economy, that's very gig economy to where you get to make your own schedule, make as much as you want to make. But the cool thing is, is that if you have to go do something, like if you take your kid to school, you want to go work on a project, you want to go spend time with family, whatever these type of jobs amongst other ones that are available out there can allow yeah. you to do that because the nine to five, you know, it's, it's not a bad type of scenario for most people, but for people that want to have be feel less restricted, that's the kind you need to do part-time jobs. I mean, granted, like I said, everybody's life journey mm-hmm. is different, so I can't really give you a one size fit all scenario, but yeah, you do need to continue to work, do the regular yeah. job, before you can do the fun yeah. job. And 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 that's what I, I mean. I do have a nine to five. I do IT work, um, but they give mm-hmm. us flexibility in the sense where if I need to work from home, just if I let my boss know, hey, today I have to work from home. And he's OK, as mm-hmm. long as your work gets done, I don't mind, but don't make it a habit. And then while I was going to school, I did the, I did the Uber thing and I did DoorDash. Now, mm. for me. And I guess it helped me be more open and talk to people doing Uber. There's, I mean, there's people who sit back there and don't even want to say two things to you, but there's people back there that that do want yep. to talk. And <laughs> and and to me, and and somebody mm-hmm. even told me they were like, "Hey, why don't you chronicle or put a camera and talk to people while you're driving?" And I'm like, "That's not a bad idea," you know. And they're like, "And you could edit it yeah. and do it." And I was like, "That's you know, that's something." I was like, "Let me get this podcast thing down first you know, something under a good foundation and then I'll, I'll do other ventures. Uh, do you find it now more than you, uh, do you find working with Uber, does it help you be more, I guess you're acting because you say you, you should take acting. Does it help you be a better, I guess, actor on the, uh, on the microphone? Uh, well, other people may view it different. I would say just the microphone. I mean, Here's one thing I will say, and it's I would say it's more. I mean, it's more relevant. Um, is it? It will help you with um, networking. Okay. Yes. Oh. Because mm-hmm. you know, because uh, voiceover is a business, okay. number one, and then it's you know, then it's the fun mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, if yeah, because the biggest thing. So when you network, you have to be kind of like somewhat of a people mm-hmm. person. I know not some people are introverted, and some people just want to keep to themselves. Yeah. Maybe they just want to stick with email and text. And not really do phone calls, and that's cool. But problem is, this is since this is a business, it's also about relationship developing. So yeah, if yeah, like by driving for Uber and Lyft, 
yeah, I've definitely it's definitely helped me build that inter interpersonal type of uh, skill sets mm -hmm. to be able to talk to people because it's like if I didn't have those, I don't think some of the people I've met through networking for business wouldn't have happened had I not been able to be able to talk yeah. to them. You have to be willing to do even just a little bit, you know, not to say you have to do a bunch of cold calls, but let's say, for example, you know, like, you know, if you go to like a, a local business networking event. You know, that's a lot of, obviously it's in person. Obviously there's also options for online stuff, mm -hmm. but even either way, you have to be okay with talking about yourself, what you do, and also taking at, you know, interest in other people and asking questions, what they do, what they need in their business. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely very now, important. Now do you, is there stuff that you wish you did different? You know, now at this point, you're like, man, I wish I would have done X, Y, Z before, mm -hmm. you know, things that you've learned now, they're like, man, I, why didn't I listen to myself back then? You know? <laughs> well, um, well, the things I know now, um, it can be, it will be very, very relevant to, I think what other people are, are going to be going through as they're starting to pursue. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say, well, the biggest thing is do not get your demo on day one or month one. Okay. Because, you know, it, this, I mean, as much as there is free information out there, free training and all that stuff, which is great. Um, you know, you don't need that demo because there are, yes. Are there people that are audio engineers and all that? Can they can do the demo for you? Yes. And they may, let's just say they may charge you or maybe two digits or three digits worth of money to create that, that demo. Yeah, you could do, you can do that. I mean, it's nothing completely wrong with doing that. The problem is, um, when you get people or yourself creating a demo that, um, doesn't match with what's being heard in today's media world, you're probably not going to get uh, hired, you know, even if it sounds okay, okay, um, you won't, because like, if you go to a regular demo producer, more often than none, a quality demo that is, um, written by the demo producer produced by them. They record it from their side. They add the sound effects, the music and all that. You know, they know exactly what is what. Sorry. They know exactly what clients in the VO world are looking mm. for. So price wise, you really a, a good demo. Um, I would say even like my current, especially my current commercial demo will cost me about $2,000. <sighs> And for a lot of people, yes, saying 2000 um, can be a lot. I mean, that granted, you know, that's just, you know, what um, I say to go with there. I mean, but on average, I mean, I'll say this. I mean, it may be as low as maybe 1200, okay. you know, maybe good fair one, but still, you're still gonna be paying at least four digits for a quality produced and created demo by a professional demo producer. You know, any voiceover coach will tell you that you need to get it professionally done by someone that's does it right and like for example one of my coaches um was it like uh he told me that um all right are you worth three digits worth of money are you worth four or five yeah i think most people would agree four to five digits worth of money is what you're worth on most projects yes. not two or three digits now granted yeah two or three digits is good for the bank it's good for the wallet you know but what i've also realized too is that you know, um, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money and get started in this business, but when it comes to your demo and maybe a, some equipment, know that you're going to have to spend a little bit of money, yeah. you know, like, and I would say another point 
uh, other than the demo to really um, knock, you know, knock on wood for is uh, the equipment side. Now a lot with, so because of the internet and so forth, you know, they're selling like, oh yeah, you need this microphone. You need to get this professional voiceover booth. You know, you get this kind of computer, you need to get this yeah. stuff, which if you get like the top of the line stuff, costs you a couple thousand dollars or more. Yeah. It can, it can. But the cool thing is um, a lot of stuff that you can use right away. You only may be spending maybe a couple hundred, like, you know, some people, they may start out with like a high quality USB microphone. Mm-hmm. And, um, or a very, uh, uh, um, cost efficient, you know, large condenser mm-hmm. microphone and that kind of thing, which, you know, or large capsule microphone, which is kind of similar to what I have here. This is actually a multi-pattern microphone from Aston Spirit. Okay. Uh, pretty good mic, still three digits worth. Um, but yeah, you can get a lot of equipment for low price. Like you could probably get your whole setup, you know, which could be, you know, the microphone, mic cable, maybe a mic stand. Uh, the audio interface, which connects into your computer, which transmute, uh, transmits the audio from the mic into your yep. computer. Um, and then maybe acoustic foam, you know, yeah, you could probably get your setup done pretty cheaply. Uh, and cool thing is too, you know, that thing called closet, that is the <laughs> best place to get the best sound treatment in your home. Why? Because you have a lot of clothing around you. You have a lot of materials around you. Locking the sound. And as long as you get like, exactly and i say like for a couple of years that was my setup mm-hmm. and then eventually i saved up you know a, a, quite a bit of money and now i'm, I'm an upgraded and custom built uh vocal booth mm-hmm. um which is very similar to um what's called a whisper room mm-hmm. um but made by someone from vegas um but like i said yeah so don't spend don't worry about getting the demo right away that comes down the line after you get your education training and all that you know, definitely invest in training because there will be some training where like some coaches will charge, you know, a hundred, two hundred dollars for an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where you're going to get a big bang out of your buck for your training and take any workshops. They're free or cost a little bit. Um, and I, I feel like I should have made some notes here. <laughs> You're fine. Before we started, you know what? I, I feel like and, I'm and I should have sent you a list of place. questions. I'm just, you know, and I'm like, man, I, oh, it's and, okay. And this is me learning, you know, me learning. And I, I, I see the booth, and and I recall, I mean, years ago, and I remember being when I did, uh, we did our, we did our first demo, mm-hmm. and the, the guy who had us record, you said a closet, and we literally sat in his closet, and he had it set up like a vocal booth. He had one side had his clothes, but the the other side mm-hmm. he had that foam, you know, and everything. And and even now, and and I should I should know, you know, about. And again, I'm just starting out, and I know that I should have stuff because, you know, that's mm-hmm. why when you're in the bathroom and you're singing, you have the great acoustics because it's a little bit smaller in the walls and. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but right? when you're doing stuff <laughs> like this, you don't want the 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 voice to echo. You want it Mm-mm. to kind of die at the wall, and that's it. You know, and that's one of the things that people, me, myself, I'm like, yeah, I'll get it. I'll get it. But if you, but also back to what you said, you know, the three digits or the four digits, it's also an investment. So are you willing, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, do you want to, and I, I, I learned a, a long time ago, sometimes you have to spend a little bit to get more in return. And and a lot of people are like, mm-hmm. man, for a thousand to, you know, $1,200 to do it, but you, you spend that, but what are you going to get in return after that? If you do it the proper way. You know, mm-hmm. well, one thing that I, well, one thing that I realized too, um, is that, you know, sometimes 
in order to make money, you have to spend yeah. money, you know? So, you know, like I said, my, like, like I said, the setup that I first originally, I, actually, let me back up. So here, so being so eager a couple of years ago to get into back into voiceover and knowing what I kind of knew, at least at that point, I kid you not. So I actually went down to Home Depot, bought a bunch of plywood. After I made, I made some, uh, I made like a diagram on a piece of paper and did some measurements. So I bought, bought a bunch of pieces of plywood using some nails, some paint, bought some acoustic foam. And it's not on my Instagram. I haven't posted it on there yet. But yeah, my original booth was a, like a little bit smaller than it um, than obviously is now. But um, yeah, I kind of, I, that was like a $200, $300 investment with the foam and the wood and that kind of stuff. Now it's something you can do. <laughs> Yeah, but make sure you do accurate measurements. Cause I remember when I created my first hypothetical booth that was also inside my closet, um, it had a very boxy sound, you know? And so it's like, yeah, you could have like a little bit boxy sound when you're doing recordings, but that means you're going to be doing extra recording and extra editing uh, or sorry, extra, sorry. sorry. Yeah. Yes. That words <laughs> um edit yeah extra extra editing to get that mm -hmm. out and generally when you're sending auditions as i've learned is that you want to do as little pro like audio processing as possible if not any oh. you know because um going back to when you were saying about the whole echo thing yeah like um if you're saying auditions and you have an echoey room or there's a little bit of noise fuzz coming from the mic or something like that sometimes even if you're doing the, your best performance as possible you know, I've had coaches and other people say that, yeah, you know, uh, as a casting director, I turned down auditions because it was bad audio. Wow. Even if it was a raw audio file. So you got to make sure that you have everything set up correctly. So I would say as a small, I don't really get paid to advertise them, but there is this uh, podcast YouTube channel um, called Voiceover Body okay. Shop with Dan Leonard and George Whittem. George Whittem being a audio engineer, uh, like master to like, you know, to actors, voice actors, both well-known and new. And also Dan Leonard, you know, who has a 20, 30 year plus career as a voiceover talent. But these two guys literally break down what you need to do as a voice actor to have a good home studio. And sometimes some of their suggestions are very low cost because like, so like I said, so many people are going to rush to spend as much money as they can thinking that after they do that they're going to be making five ten thousand or more dollars every month but you have to be a good actor first before you have a good setup so go on look look for look for voiceover body shop on any of your favorite podcast platforms or youtube and literally every week they do a uh, podcast about you know the tech side of things and also about other industry stuff but they literally also have services where they can help you fine-tune your studio or your space mm -hmm. To where it sounds good because if it, if it sounds good, yeah. it is good. It, and that's yeah, their and that's <laughs> I I believe that. Um, it, to me, it's you say you have to be a good actor. I I you know when I used to do um, mm -hmm. customer service, they always used to tell us to smile over the phone. And I remember mm -hmm. people used to be like, "Why am I going to smile?" The person over the phone that they they don't know that I'm smiling, and that's part of acting. That's part of being that where. You're basically acting, and and I think it's even harder because you're by yourself a lot of times. So you have to act on command, and you can kind of get you can kind of gauge when you're listening to uh, something that has to do with it. Like when when you're watching a commercial and the person is talking, you can gauge the emotion that they have when they're speaking. 
And I think that flows to mm-hmm. that whole thing of, of acting and, and being able to, to transmit that through the microphone so they can actually hear that. Um, now, where if, if people want to listen to what you've done, where can they find you? Sure, sure. All right. So, yeah. So I have a podcast right now. It's called Just Say Hello, okay. um, which is a uh, uh, <laughs> tongue tied, which sorry. It's uh, so Just Say Hello podcast is the improvised podcast that's full of characters. It's available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and Amazon Music. Okay. And so like, so yeah, if you like, you know, weird, funny characters and you have like 30 or so minutes a day to listen to uh, something that can make you smile, even just a little bit, then the Just Say Hope podcast is for you. Because the cool thing is about my podcast is that, you know, there are other character-based podcasts out there, like one called um, um, Hello from Magic Tavern, which is a big influence on my podcast, um, that they'll have reoccurring characters each and every week. The cool thing is about my podcast is that is that myself and my guests are portraying some kind of character every week. So it's never the same episode. Wow. There'll be some elements that are similar, like, you know, some of the ad spots or introductions mm-hmm. to an extent. But it's different every time because I realize that people like variety. Yeah. And I mean, it's great to have like a chronological type of thing where, you know, um, you know, you're Talk like, about, oh, my yeah. favorite characters are, you know, they're in another adventure. And that's not a bad thing. But for me, noticing what the internet is doing for people and they're like, well, I get bored really easily. They, they do the same yes. thing all the time. So I want to do something different. And so that's what this podcast is all about. So it's called Just Say Hello, period, period, period. Sorry, Just Say, period, 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 hello. Um, you'll you'll know it's the right one because it'll have a colorful yep. logo. Yep. To I, it. I saw it here yeah. um, and I'll see if they can. Um, and I hopefully... Oh, I can't, uh, wait, I'll back up, but I, he'll put that in the show notes, folks. <laughs> I will. I, 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 every time I have somebody on, I usually, I have a, a link tree and everybody that I've had on, whether they have a podcast, whether they have an mm-hmm. Instagram or a page, I put it on my link tree. So that way, if anybody needs to, they can find you, you know, awesome. I, I just, to me, that's me paying it forward to the to the to my guests you know doing something where i try to advertise them as you know as much as i can for them being on my show and i greatly appreciate it now any last words i don't want to keep you i know you're mountain standard time on the <laughs> uh, on the west coast and i'm over here on the on the east coast so i do again i appreciate adam and i will be reaching out to you some more because i love all the ideas and everything so i'll be probably picking your brain any last words um any last words okay um well hey if you like the just say hello podcast mm-hmm. and you like the characters that i do please check out my website which is www.adambullockvo.com i literally have everything and anything about myself my, my podcast all the cool examples and um just remember if you're smart then you'll check it out you'll check out jesus's podcast <laughs> Or it's called the is it called the Jesus show or is it the 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 Jesus show? I can't I don't know words. It's hmm? the Jesus show, and it's in my my the ha- Jesus. Ha- is that how you say it? Ha- Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. like Jesus. Jesus. You know. Oh, you know Zeus. Yes, oh, and, and so that's cool. and that's my nickname is Zeus. Uh, growing up, all my friends called me Zeus. Everybody used to say. Not just in the yeah, bedroom. No, right? no, no. Yep. <laughs> no, no. But uh, <laughs> yes. 
that was another dumb joke. I know. Joke. Yes, we will yes, keep yes. it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But thank you so much, Adam. I appreciate it. And I will have all his um, his website. I'll get his website. And I'll also get the link for his show on my link tree. Thank you so much, Adam. Again, I appreciate it so much. And I always stay at the end of my show. Stay true. Stay you. Stay positive. Because if you stay true, you're going to stay stay. If you stay true, you're going to stay true to yourself. And if you stay yourself nine times out of 10, you'll be positive and you have that positive uh, vibe about you. So thank you so much again, Adam. And I will reach out to you again. Appreciate it. You have a great day.